everyone. You've made it to season three of Old Dirty Benches. Are you here to listen to white collar criminals get roasted? Then you're at the right place. And here's JD to tell you all about what we do here. What's up, Dirty Benches? If you came here for laughs, shit talking, to hear about wiener schnitzel, or our menopause bellies, then you came to the right place. On ODB, we talk about white collar crime, which costs the country upwards of 300 to 600 billion every year. What, what? That's crazy. Tell me more. White collar crime is typically orchestrated by those in occupational positions with the opportunity to commit these crimes. These crimes include insider trading, fraud, tax evasion, bribery, price fixing, and of course, corruption. We will discuss real cases, related articles, podcasts, and documentaries, movies related to the crime. Occasionally, we may sprinkle a movie review in. Our theme song is performed by Good Co. You can find them on YouTube. And don't forget to like, subscribe, or leave us a review anywhere you stream your podcasts. Hello, Patty. Hello. Good day to you. Good day. How's your week been? It's been very busy. Yeah? How's yours? Um, yeah, I'm schooling. Getting <laughs> schooling. a lot of knowledge. Homeschooling. Homeschooling. <laughs> <laughs> I am, actually. I know. Um, and it's looked like the apocalypse out here for a few days because of all the smoke and the fires. It looked like the upside down. Yeah. I actually thought, started to think that maybe the apocalypse had kicked off. <laughs> I've been thinking that for I a while. I was like, grab your guns! <laughs> America! <laughs> uh, no, I'm just, you know, we're trying to get the house ready to put on the market. Mm, yes, And that's then true. looking at houses and then working. Oh. That's a lot. It is a lot. I, for one, would uh, like to put in a vote. I don't know if we're taking votes right now. Um, we can always vote. What? Well, for right now. Uh, <laughs> that's right. As females, not, uh, might not be not able to, too good. to have that right very much longer. Oh, um, forced birth. Don't, um, don't get me down that I know, sad okay. path. Anyways, uh, I would like you to stay in your house so that you remain closer to me. Oh, brother. Not just in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> but in physical location. Yes, correct. Well, um, if we don't sell it, then I won't go. <laughs> that is my pledge to you. <laughs> but I love you. My um, daughter just said, don't move or don't leave me or whatever. It's like, first of all, I'm not moving out of the country like I it want It feels to. like it. <laughs> I'm just a short car ride away. And I used to make that drive every day. So I think you'll be fine. Oh, and whatever. I do have some other sad news. What? A week into school, my daughter has COVID. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's so crazy. One week. I know. It's still going around, people. Yeah. It's, it's a, out there. It's a thing. And we've been getting notices at work, too, that people are still getting. Yeah. It's those gosh darn parasites bringing it home to us. <laughs> those little germ <laughs> factories. I'm glad I haven't been around those people since, oh as everyone God. knows, I was coughing for six weeks. <laughs> and that wasn't COVID. I think Skater Crew Imagine. said she preferred your coughing. <laughs> yeah. oh, when I listened to that, I could just feel it in my chest. like <laughs> All oh, over that again? That was horrible. Oh, my God. 
Um, yep. So it's a thing, people. Yes, it is. I um, still wear my mask and I still take my breaks in my car like a lunatic and I don't care. That's all right. Did you say uh, the, I don't remember what awards it was over the last weekend, but um, Bill Hader, how he yeah, was like the only, only one, one wearing yeah. his mask He's there. Smart. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you guys are pretty close, like elbow to elbow. No. Um, wear your mask, people. So, uh, if you've landed on us, this is Old Dirty <laughs> this Benches. This is a medical podcast. <laughs> and a house Stay podcast. Safe. And a food podcast. <laughs> Speaking of food. It's whatever we want it to be. Patty showed up <gasps> with, with a, a book. Yes. Bake Away. Um, Off of our good news pod. Yes, our good news pod. Um, so, I'm pretty excited about that. She got one for me, JD, and she also got one for herself. That's right. Right. So maybe we can do like a little bake off. I think so. I think what we should do is for the month of November, Not October, because I'll no. be shipping my <laughs> baked goods over from another country. From another country. No, for the month of November, I think we should take a recipe and then each time we meet for a recording, yes. we try it out and I then give idea. feedback to our listeners. <laughs> Don't make this one. <laughs> Yes, let's do. I think so. Um, So we are doing a white collar crime. Um, So this is another. Scumbag city. Yeah, fraud, fraudster. Um, Today we're going to be focusing on uh, Sir Alan Stanford. Another sir. I know. Isn't that crazy? Who's knighting these people? (laughs) I heard somebody got knighted in secret. What? Did you hear that? No, wait, who are you talking about? Dump. No. Donald Trump was saying that the queen not <laughs> but nobody knew that. Shut it was a secret. Up. I swear to God. You I have not seen up. that one. Yes. Oh my God. She, I didn't want to tell anybody, but. <laughs> Shut the hell up. It's like. Uh, she banned you from her funeral, but she knighted you in secret. Yeah, sure. I believe oh it. Why not? Anyway, who's this person again? <laughs> Alan Stanford. Okay. Okay. He so, sounds great so I know. Far. And there is an American Greed episode out there on Mr. <laughs> Alan Stanford. I mean, Sir Alan Stanford, because he's classy and sassy. Right. <laughs> um. <laughs> and a financial fraudster. <laughs> So, uh, Alan Stanford was at one time uh, a millionaire, but, but only it because... it wasn't enough. Nope. It and, never is. Yep. And he was basically living off of other people's money because he had one of the biggest Ponzi schemes going. <laughs> yep. It covered the U.S. and, um, from what I understand, 13 other countries. So uh, he was knighted by the Antigua, as I say it, Patty. Antigua. Oh, Antigua. Okay. Not See? Antifa. Antigua. I didn't say Antifa. <laughs> oh, my God. Bitch, stop. Okay, Antifa. You're so silly. Anyways. Um, well, you said it kind of like Antifa. I did. Is that how it sounded to you? That is not what I said. Okay, hold on. I have to stop you. This is off topic, but it's hilarious. (laughs) I just got a text from my spouse, and he said, let's play a game. 
compliment, no compliment. Here's this. Here's what happened. Forgot to get cash. Uh, we're having some wasps removed from our house. Oh. He's going to tip the people. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, so he went to the gas station. The woman there said, oh, for a one, for a minute there, I thought you were Bill Murray. <laughs> what? <laughs> compliment or no compliment. Oh, my gosh. I would have never put him underneath that category of looking like Not a at all. Bill Murray. Um. Well, I like Bill Murray, and he's been known to, like, show up and... I said he's adorable, so yeah, compliment. compliment. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that just cropped up and I had to laugh. No, okay, I'm, I appreciate it. Let's hear some more about this scumbag. Okay, so, like I said, he was knighted, and then um, he went from Alan Stanford to Sir Alan Stanford. So he grew up in Texas, um, and he graduates from Baylor. Baylor, oh. great, yep. I actually wanted well to go college. There. Did you? What? I never heard this yeah. story. I mean, I, for no good reason. Oh, just but, to go because yeah, it was well known. Sure. Okay, got it. Um, I wanted to go to Trump University. <laughs> well, you probably still can. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, so he graduates from Baylor, and he opens up a gym called Total Fitness. There was about three to four of uh, these gyms in the central area of Texas. Uh, previous customers and staff there thought he was arrogant, but he was the <laughs> was owner. He so he uh, charismatic? <laughs> no, from what I understand, the um, patrons yep, thought he was arrogant. He was kind of an ass. But because he was the owner, they basically put up with his bullshit. So a membership went for about $1,000 a year, which seems kind of high. Right? Yeah. I know. Um, so. <laughs> Especially considering I'd quit going after one month. You, know. <laughs> you would do like the trial period and then be like, yeah, this like, isn't for I'm me. I'm happier fat. Continuing on. So he basically made a made a bet. It wasn't clear to me exactly what he did, but he had invested some kind of money. Um, not sure exactly what, but the oil industry goes bust, and he has to file Chapter Eleven bankruptcy. So um, at this point, because he's gone bankrupt, he's got to close the gyms. He's thirteen million dollars in debt. Um, he. Uh, has to start new, basically start fresh. So he opens up a burger joint. I'm not sure which one. I don't know if it was a franchise burger joint like uh, McDowell's or Hardee's. Or Hardee's. what happened on Hardee's recently? <laughs> hmm. <I> no. <laughs> this is not a political podcast. Please continue. <laughs> but uh, his burger joint actually sucked. Uh, shuts down as well so i'm that's, seeing a pattern i know so far. um that he's not a good businessman hmm. yeah he should run for president <laughs> next <laughs> so sir stanford then goes on to sell some wood he doesn't like a little bit of wood everyone right am i right <laughs> earmuffs kids <laughs> earmuffs 
Um, and then this also does not pan out the way that he wants to. So that kind of fails as well. I'm not sure exactly what happens, he but had a steak business. Oh wait, I'm for I'm confusing him again. <laughs> this is not a body body part episode. Um. So this is when he, I guess, decides he's going to move out of country because he's not successful well, he's in the like, United you know what? States. Ponzi. <laughs> I'm just going to go Ponzi. <laughs> so he actually travels out to Montserrat, right. which is a small island, also known for hiding money. Because mm-hmm. um, I guess the regulations out there on this island are, are not very good. They're not to the American standards. Um, you can basically hide money out there. Um, so he opens up his own bank in the mid-1980s, but tells everyone it was started in the 30s by his father. So that's a lie. So he's a liar. Yeah, he's, he's wow. a liar. Not a successful businessman. And he targets uh, rich Latinos, and he favors the women. Hmm. I know. He's a winner, right? So, like a wannabe ladies man, or what? I think so. Did you um, take a look at him? Uh Uh-huh. I think he very much thought of himself as a ladies man. He kind of, Just the way he came off. He kind of looks like uh, John Cleese. Okay. Sort of. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I mean, he just seems like kind of a doofus. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm tired, so. You yes, know, you are. I could be making this, you know, I'm sure he's lovely. Yeah, he's he's probably <laughs> I mean, a nice guy. I mean, look at his face. <laughs> he's like totally smirking um, as he has his orange jumpsuit and I was just going to say, I know you listeners cannot see the picture she just held up, but he's actually in handcuffs and he's being escorted. He's in his orange jumpsuit. At and this, he's just got this, like a total uh, smirk face. Yeah. He does not look sad or whatever. Repentant. I don't think he was, to be honest no. with you. Mm-mm. From that picture, that's a no. Nope. Um, so FBI targets the island because of the drug drug money funneling through it. So a lot of the cartels uh, use some of the banks that are out there to launder their money. Um, and, you know, that's how Sir Alan Stanford ends <laughs> Sir up there. Sir Stanford. Mm-hmm. As a consequence, in 1991, his bank license was revoked. Um, so... The island, of course, is corrupt because they're not really looking into any of the people that are investing there. Banking, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I mean, it's obvious to me in watching American Greed and then reading some of the articles that, um, you know, they're kind of getting kickbacks and stuff like that. So, um, of course, if you're going to provide extra money or side hustle. You know, you might be more inclined when to I be think like side hustle. I think like <laughs> pampered chef, <laughs> Sorry, not money laundering chef. in Montserrat. <laughs> pampered chef <laughs> or the Tupperware company? What was the I Tupperware was company? Say Tupperware, but I don't even remember what it's old. called. I think they're still around, though. I want to say Tupperware. That yes. Okay. Um, you go Tupperware. <laughs> Just don't put spaghetti in there because then it's ruined. You can never get that sauce. That's out, true, man. Ever. Especially if you like try to heat it up in the microwave. Right, forget it. You're not supposed to put that in the microwave. I know, but if you do, 
you're doomed. If you but reheat it. <laughs> then it seals it in there. The sauce is like melted in there and yeah, that's it. You can't get it out. And it looks like shit. Then it becomes the permanent spaghetti. <laughs> Tupperware <laughs> container. Spaghetti? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Antigua. Right? Okay. Antigua. Antigua. Damn it. Whatever. I don't know. Okay. Who cares? Um, they rack Antigua. up more than 80 million in loans. Stanford essentially owns this island because he starts. <laughs> well, he's indebted to this island. Well, but supposedly he's bringing in all this money, right? Through his bank out there. And because they now have it's all a these big old loans. washing machine. Yep. Mm-hmm. They basically are like, we need money. He's like, I got some, even though it's not his own. I got some. I found it <laughs> under my couch cushion. And he starts like also throwing money at projects and stuff at the island. So they really start to think right. like Getting he's his hero. With them, right. mm-hmm. So that's where where they say they like, keep essentially like owns the island at this point. He's like the king, king ding, king ding. <laughs> he is a sir. <laughs> Is he a sir at this point? Not yet. Um, yeah, they already had knighted him, I think, okay. at that point, because of all the stuff that he was doing on the island to, like, help out the locals and stuff. So um, so then he his business continues to grow out there. Uh, he opens up a location in Texas. Sorry for the background yeah. noise. That's my hot Someone rod. Someone is really <laughs> impressing us right now, though. <laughs> Woo! Probably somebody has a small penis. <laughs> exactly. Just kidding. Sorry about your penis. Sir. Please continue. <laughs> so, um, oh, by the way, tangent, oh! tangent. Ooh, um, penis got sparked. It did because I was listening to the Neatcast, um, who Kay had recommended to us on Twitter and on one of our social media accounts, and they did some like news that had come out recently, and one of them was this guy who got a USB cord stuck in his urethra. Who the fuck is sticking that up there? <laughs> Sir, that's not how it works. <laughs> Dude! I was listening Ew. to that and I do not have one, but I was in pain thinking about it. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Anyways, okay. <laughs> Back on topic. Alright. Um. So, Eat. Sir Alan Stanford's business is growing. He decides that he's going to open up a location in Texas. Tejas. Tahas. <laughs> yeah, that's how you say it. <laughs> so he's back, but using. Also, please, Texas, please don't vote for Greg Abbott. <laughs> that man is repellent. Please oh continue, JD. Okay. <laughs> so he's back in the United States doing business, but he's using a certificate of deposit or CD. <laughs> Thank you. In case. Uh... Because some people know it as CD. We don't know what a CD is. Some people don't, dude. Beyond okay. the CD you listen to. The music which CD. They don't even do that anymore. But <laughs> do anyway. they make those anymore? I'm sure they I don't do. Know. They still make albums, like vinyl. They do make vinyls. I don't know if they. Yeah, maybe they do. I don't they know. They do. I have to look it up. Okay. <laughs> so, um. <laughs> this is just one of the many things we ponder here yeah. on Old Dirty Benches. <laughs> Remember CDs? <laughs> I still have a CD player. I want you Same. to know it's sitting Same-sies. to the left of me. I often okay. play Frank Sinatra at dinner. Ooh, look at you go, Frankie. Yeah. Okay. Um. So the returns are supposed to be one point five percent higher than other competitors. <laughs> hmm. Where have we heard that before? I'm trying to 
thing. Go with us. But every fucking Ponzi scheme story <laughs> has a strangely high return rate. High return rate compared to. And let me guess. People didn't immediately get their money back. They said, let it ride, <laughs> Sir Alan. <laughs> and then. I feel like, okay, here's, here's our PSA. <laughs> if you're looking to invest, people. Please, 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 please. Podcast. Is work getting you down? Or do you love your job but want to hear all about the other 98% of the population who don't? Then hop on over to your favorite podcast app and give the Fuck My Work Life podcast a listen. Each week, J and K bring you a variety of workplace stories that will have you laughing even on your worst day. That's the Fuck My Work Life podcast. Especially if it's like, I don't know, 7 to 10% higher, it's probably a scam. Mm-hmm. I would probably run, not walk the other way, okay? And also, if they say, you can't ask me any questions. <laughs> or they have like rules like Fight Club. Probably get out yeah, as soon no. as possible. Okay. Um, so tons of people uh, basically believe in the whole return rates. And the company looks like it's legit. I mean, they have like a nice building and everything else that they're operating out of. Um, so they invest a lot of their money into the business. So the business goes from $350 million to $3 billion, And it was estimated that at the top... Um, at the top of their or the height of their business, uh, they were at two point two billion. So I don't Crazy. know. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Um, so Stanford had houses, boats, helicopters, and it said that he spends a hundred million in one year on transportation. So I'm assuming that that's probably like going from the island back to the United States, you know, back and forth, that kind of thing. Um, he's probably riding first class. I don't know. Has his own jet, helicopters, whatever. Um, speaking of helicopters, did you see that they <laughs> um <laughs> had to remove the helipad from Mar-a-Lago because they had it there while uh, he was president, but then removed it after he was no longer president. I, I was like, how much did that cost? No, president. What? He's uh, not. He's not QAnon lover. Oh my god. <laughs> But the gas price is Joe Biden's fault. That's what I love. Like, your shit doesn't even make sense. Like, pick a story. Uh, I know, dude. There's so much things that go into um, raising the prices. So, uh, okay. <laughs> Boy, we are all over I know, man. I'm I, sorry. There's a bunch of reasons why we're having Focus. a hard time focusing on this, okay? This isn't going to be our one of our Patty's 10, tired. Okay? I'm, I'm choking on smoke. <laughs> All right, give us a fucking break here. Okay. All right, back to this lovely man. <laughs> so Sir Allen also had his own uh, island, of course, basically. Of course. Yeah. As one does. And a mansion. He's got a huge mansion on it. It's lovely, too. Um, he donates money to Stanford University. Okay, so he did uh, <laughs> donate money. Yes. But they sue him because he falsely claims some lineage to the university. Oh, um, Stanford, at... just take the money, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who 
cares? <laughs> well, he's lying, though. He's uh, lying and saying so that he's part of that. Is you his know. check clear? Then take the money. <laughs> We've had conversations about this on pre, like pre, uh, I can't talk, previous episodes. <laughs> Remember how we talked about ethically, is it okay to accept the money? If somebody oh, if you is, know they're a scumbag, and we said no, and we said no. So no. are you changing okay. your no, opinion I'm on that? Staying by that. Okay. Never mind. I'm just trying to be funny. <laughs> Were you drinking before you got here? <laughs> I was drinking water just now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> he seems kind of like a lech from these pictures. If you Google him, oh he's yeah, like all over these uh-huh. people's wives and stuff. I know he's kind of gross. He gives me the creeps. He does. Me he, too, as he's well. He's a creepy scumbag. Um, on the American Greed episode, I got the creeps. And then looking at various, like, photos and stuff of him, I also got the creeps. He kind of reminds me of, like, a guy that would, like, try to give you an unsolicited back rub. Yeah. You know, those you know um, what's that movie with uh, Julia Roberts? Is it Sleeping with the Enemy? Is it the one where her husband's, like, super abusive and mm-hmm. she has to, like, hide away? Yeah. She I swear I got vibes like that from him. Yes. Like, fucking gross, like, yes. creeper dude. Agree. Um, so he's not a good guy. No, I feel like he would probably be that kind of person. Yeah. He's I'm creepy. sorry. I'm passing blame and I don't even know him. Okay. <laughs> well. <laughs> we don't do that here. It's merited, okay? We don't do that here. Please continue your story. Okay. So he's he's uh, opening he's up. He's living large. He's living large because he's in charge. That's right. His um, name is in Charles. <laughs> <laughs> His name is in Charles. Alan. Yes. Alan Stanford. Mm-hmm. Um, so he opens up some 30 other firms during this point. And then. Um, yeah, because he's like, I need more money. Yeah, because it Again, wasn't enough. More Flags. Yep. A financial advisor working at Stanford International gets a whiff of the horse shit <laughs> and begins snooping around. Oh, you don't want that. I know, man. I love I love staff that work on the inside and they and start like, to figure something out. Something is not right. Yes. Here. It smells rotten in here. And then they're like, whistle blow. And they go out and they start like leaking information to media <laughs> and government and everybody's and like what sir allen goes to the pokey <laughs> so he basically starts asking questions um and then it's at that point that the sec gets involved okay so then a staff meeting is called they're all told to start destroying and shredding documents except for the antigua bank documents Remember how we talked about Shredding. this in previous? Yep, yeah. the shredders start to come no, out. You need to leave. Yep, you just. What did we tell you before, everybody? Grab <laughs> your fucking purse, put up a sticky that says "Keep my shit," and, and then, then walk out the fucking door. Exactly. Don't say bye. <laughs> Don't, Don't do any of that. Last check. Just leave. <laughs> yeah. Just get out. Get out while you can. <sighs> so then a memo goes out a month later, telling staff to save everything because they're cooking the books. Yeah, I feel, I mean, I don't, you know, like, I know prior to, like, uh, the dot-com and then the Enrons and stuff like that, I feel like majority of Americans were not privy to this kind of fraud or, like, oh, no. understanding. No. You know, and so. And still people aren't, really. Yeah. A lot of us are probably in the dark, you know. I mean, fraud's not sexy, right, Until- people? It happens to you and you get all your savings taken away. Yeah, like, uh, you know, 
the people that work for Enron or some of these other companies mm-hmm. that had actually invested Made their off. 401ks. Yep. And it was all part of the company. And then you find out it's all a house of cards and all of it's bullshit and you have nothing. So um, I just want to say, okay, in this day and age, there should be more people listening to our podcast. Eh? <laughs> I'll just start with that. The obvious. And then B, um, you know, if stuff like this starts happening. And also, I mean, just the side of that, like if you're at work and something doesn't seem right, you know, don't ignore that intuition um, in your little body. <laughs> let yeah. it let it drive, you know, your ethics and your morals, et cetera. Um, even if it feels like you're all alone and isolated and everybody else wants to turn the cheek. I know how hard it is. It's hard to be that person I'd to stand just up. Leave. But yeah, you can always fucking quit. At the minimum, find a different At the job. minimum, yep, go somewhere else. It's not worth it. Like I feel like more people need to stand up in unethical situations. Oh yeah. One hundred percent. I think a lot of times though, uh, we get scared because it's hard to be the of person course. to be like this isn't right. Right, because, you know, you're going to be the troublemaker. Yeah, you're going to get <laughs> blow back. Um, and then... But at the minimum, like, don't join in. Yeah, I mean, you know... I, the, you're going to end up being the fall guy. Oh, uh, 100%. How many companies have we covered where they, they elected to, somebody? Yeah, and then to, said, he did it! <laughs> yeah. They basically got up to do the interviews. They were like, you're now our new communications person. You start today, sir. You're getting ready to go on CNN. What? Here's your talking points. And then they're like, like, get hard. What? What? Oh, it was Brad. (laughs) What does the company have to say about uh, this Uh, Ponzi scheme? (laughs) Yeah, what? Yeah, no. If if you don't want to stand up, then go away is what I say. But don't. Be yeah, a part of this bullshit. I'm with you on that. So, um, basically, two empl- employees go rogue and they start providing documents to the SEC and the FBI. The investors were um, fraudulent. It was overvalued, um, or the investments. Excuse me, not the investors. Um, <laughs> they're not fraudulent. Investors. I'm not trying to blame them, like Darren Berg's mom. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, they shouldn't. <laughs> So the uh, overall um, company was overvalued, uh, essentially being a Ponzi. There was wire fraud involved. Um, They were just moving investors' money um, over to Stanford's own account, and um, it was a shell company. Stanford International was. The board of directors was literally made up of his family and friends. He had a bribe or blood pact with the chief <laughs> banking regulator of Antigua. A blood pact? Yes. That sounds I literally scary. think that they fucking met for dinner one night, and he was like, here's what you're going to do. And then they pricked their fingers, they put them together, and then they mashed them, and they said, blood brothers forever. <laughs> <laughs> blood brothers. I'm just kidding. I don't even know if it fucking happened that way. Okay. But it sounds funny, though, right? Yeah. Sounds very hilarious. Um, So James Davis, Stanford's CFO, agrees to roll over on the company for a lighter sentence. Because what does the government do best when they figure out that somebody's a piece of shit? They get somebody else 
to basically the dime them out mm-hmm. yeah. for the the uh, less harsh sins. Mm-hmm. So um, February 17th, 2009, the headquarters was shut down and other branches are also closed. News breaks that the organization is under investigation. Investors realize that their money is basically gone. And then Sir Allen goes on CNBC and digs in. He blames Madoff for the problems <laughs> in Stanford International. Again, I, if he wouldn't have gotten caught, <laughs> then people wouldn't want their money and I would be living my life. Correct. I, I believe that you can still see the interview um, or him going on CNBC on YouTube. I think you can still find it out there. There's actually a lot of videos on Sir Allen. Um so Sir Allen is finally arrested in uh, Virginia and charged with fraud in June 2009. The case goes on for three years. Um, he actually has a medical condition. He gets in some fights. He <laughs> bites his own tongue in court. On purpose? Yes. And says he has an addiction to pills. Who the fuck bites their own tongue, dude? I do it on accident. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm talking about like... On purpose. Uh, yeah, I don't. He's not right. Ugh, God, dude, I cannot imagine. Can you imagine sitting there in court as a judge is speaking, and then you just start chomping down on your? T- <laughs> it's like a horror movie. <laughs> and then oh he my God! Forget he said that he was just the scapegoat. Scapegoat for the government. Yes, he did. Ugh, he's gross. Yeah, he is. Um. On March 6, 2012, he's found guilty on 13 felony counts. Prosecutors estimated the fraud in his case to be worth nearly $65 billion. He is sentenced to 110 years in prison. One of the victims called it economic homicide. In 2016, Sir Allen said the following, and I quote, <laughs> I didn't do anything wrong, end quote. Okay. <laughs> sure. He was 65 years old at the time, speaking from a maximum security penitentiary in Florida. And then he followed up, and I quote, will I apologize? No. No, why would you? Mark my words. I'm going to walk out the doors of this place a free man. End quote. Okay. <laughs> Wait for the apocalypse, buddy. Uh, Stanford believes he is in hell. In June of 2019, a federal appeal... Pills court through a settlement requiring insurers to pay $65 million to a court-appointed receiver, which means that there is still a lot of fighting between former employees, managers, and the victims on where the money goes. I believe Stanford requested for a release in 2020 due to the pandemic, but it was denied. To date, only around $292 million has been recovered, with $73 million returned to Stanford's estimated 28,000 investors. Many of them elderly have passed away. An estimated $200 million of frozen assets in Switzerland cannot be released until his appeals have been concluded. Sad. Mm-hmm. I know. It's terrible, right? Yes. <sighs> and the whole, again, like, not taking responsibility is just disgusting. But I'm innocent. I didn't do anything wrong. Right? No. Totally. Did I eat that last cookie? No, I didn't. <laughs> no, Prove I didn't, it. Your Honor. Prove it. <laughs> Beyond a reasonable doubt. 
Did Patty go to Wiener Sinsel without me? <laughs> yes, I did. She already said she did. <laughs> <laughs> On Twitter. And it was delicious. Um, As it always is. I really can't say enough good uh, things. About I know, Wiener man. Schnitzel. You know what's funny, though, is like, it's so good, but it's really just a fast food place. Yeah. And sometimes when I take people there, they're like, what? It's not that fucking good. Whatever. And people like, are ridiculous. I do declare. <laughs> that is my deal breaker. <laughs> <laughs> that's my ick. <laughs> um, that's a shout out, by the way, mm-hmm. to Neatcast and Fuck My Work Life podcast. <laughs> um, I did have a question to ask you. So I was reading the news this week, as I always do. Mm-hmm. And um, this case actually came up earlier in the year. But now it's coming back up and being discussed again because uh, they're suing the city. But in California, there was a woman, and I think her um, sexual assault happened in 2016. Um, so she had um, done a rape kit, and they had collected DNA from her. But then uh, more recently, I think like the last couple years, um, they had connected her DNA to a burglary. So now at this point, she was considered a suspect. So a lot of people were saying that this is ethically wrong. I actually agree with them. Wait, what? So They're using what they took from the rape kit to tie her to a different crime? Yes, correct. Yeah. So um, federal standards with CODIS... You are not supposed to mix victim DNA with suspect DNA. However, though, there are some state or local jurisdictions that may have their own database where they keep DNA samples. But how pure is it if it's from a rape kit? Correct. Yeah, that's one of the problems, right? Yeah, no, I'm not. A, and then I why disagree. are you mingling... DNA from a victim and also a DNA like, of suspects. Like it's horrific enough that people have to go through the rape kit. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't report it because of that. Yes. And now you might get another fucking crime pinned on you, mm-hmm. perhaps erroneously. Yes. No. That's a no for me. Yeah. I, uh, there are some people, of course, that are like, no, that, you know, if it can solve a crime or whatever. No. Uh, and then other people, um, you know, we're like, no, this is, they're not breaking I laws, but it's an ethical wrong. We're all full up in prison right now. No more. Yeah. That's what I, I say. I Too many was... people are in jail here. It's fucking ridiculous. No. Yeah, I thought it was BS too, but. Wow, I did not hear this story. I wanted to bring it up. Because... That was not on TikTok this week. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, I introduced you to the corn kid. You and did. And swept the country, all right? Which I have been singing that song nonstop <laughs> It's corn. <laughs> it's corn. It's got the juices. <laughs> oh, classic. <laughs> I love corn too. <laughs> So there. And wiener schnitzel. And wiener schnitzel. <laughs> All right, Patty, do you have any PSAs? Uh, yes, I do. Oh, this is Lord. On the vein of how to be a better human in society. Okay. Yes, please share. That I take these little tidbits from my workplace. Yes. And this week, I'd like to give a shout out to all the hard workers in merchandising Aww. who put product out on the shelf for you motherfuckers to mess up. <laughs> 
Like, it is, it looks like a bomb went off. Yeah, I, so I'm one of the shoppers. job. I know. I always feel bad when I go into the store and I'm, like, looking for a particular size of Mm -hmm. something. Especially, like, in places like Target where sometimes there's a lot of tables and they're just, like, stacked or JCPenney's. Or Old Navy. Or Old Navy, yeah. yeah. Like, I will literally try to, like, refold or moose, like, pick stuff up in a stack, move it to the side, get what I needed, and then put the stack back. Like, have some manners. Yeah. I don't get it. But, you know, some people out there are going to be like, that's their job. Okay. What do you say to that, Patty? I think you're an asshole. That's what. (laughs) Like, regardless if that's their job, like, it's so disrespectful. It is. The way that people just, you can be putting something all nice and neat and they just come through and rip it all apart. No. Mm -hmm. No. Like, have some care. Yeah. And also, like... Quit bitching about not enough checkout, people. Fucking wait, okay? You're not going to die. Oh, I get riled up talking about this. (laughs) I could go on and on. But just the lack of common courtesy is astounding. We need to do our breathing exercises. (sighs) Thank you. I do them a lot where I'm like, I'm going to fucking go off right now. (laughs) And I have to hold it in. So... And I'm not saying everyone's an asshole. Believe me, there's plenty of nice people that I come across. However, the assholes are really like supercharged assholes. Uh, Yeah. And like, get over yourself, okay? Yes. You are not the now deceased Queen of England. I think she was even nicer (laughs) than some of these people. The now deceased queen. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not royalty, okay? Get in line and just sit there. Quit throwing your little baby bitch fit. Oi. Oi. So, that's what (laughs) I'd say. Like, these people that are putting product out are working hard. And I agree. Just like give them a, it's like, hey, thanks for what you do. Mm -hmm. How about that? Yeah. That's all. I've been doing that. I've been going to the customer service desk at different places, and I've been giving people compliments. That's nice. You are JD, just out there the doing lone my light part. in the world of <laughs> dreary darkness. <laughs> All right, I don't think I have anything else to add <laughs> to that. Well, I don't think you can top that. But anyway, oh, okay. <laughs> oh kidding. shit. Okay. <laughs> Um, so I think that concludes our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Fucking scumbag. But he did get 110 years, so it always it's a happy ending, I'd say. (laughs) He didn't do anything wrong. And then did you see how he's like, Oh, I still talk to some of those cricket guys or whatever. Oh yeah, on the island that he used to play with. Yeah, whatever. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, sir (laughs) Alan Stanford. Oh brother. Anyways. (laughs) Any so anyways. Okay. All right. We'll catch y'all on the next episode. Have a great week. Have a good one. Bye, Dirty Benches. Bye.